Welcome back to the podcast. I'm James Wrigley. Thank you for joining me again. In today's episode, I sat down for a chat with Kieran Hall. Uh, this was the audio taken from a LinkedIn Live we recorded a little while back. Uh, Kieran's based out of Brisbane. He's a lawyer with specialisations in the SMSF space, so fits quite well with a lot of the work that I do and a lot of the clients that I work with. Uh, he also does a fair bit of work in the estate planning space, uh, has people in his office that work in family law and, and a range of other areas. I uh, hope you enjoy the chat. There we go, we're on, we're live. Uh, yet yeah, turned on. Hopefully some people will join us soon. It's just the two of us sitting here for the time being. Uh, for anyone that might be there already, thank you for tuning in again. I took a bit of a break from these lunchtime live, LinkedIn live, Facebook live, whatever you want to call it, uh, sessions there for a couple of weeks, but now back again. I've got Kieran joining me today. Kieran, thank you for taking the time out of your day to spend a, a little while chatting with me today. Good afternoon, James. Thanks for uh, welcoming me into this live world. I've never done the uh, the Facebook live even or, or a LinkedIn yeah. live before. This is new territory for me. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to see who who tunes in either either live or or, or catches it later. What I've, I've been finding there's there's normally a you know three, four, five people kind of oscillating in and out on LinkedIn watching it, uh, and then a few more people kind of pick it up after the the fact. So I've got it here on my phone just in case anyone's got any questions want to say hello let us know if you if you're watching um so where, where are you kieran maybe we'll start there where, where are you at the moment looks like you're at home by the looks of the blinds behind you yeah, I'm, I'm at my my home in uh, red hill in brisbane and so about 10 minutes drive from work um when it's not peak hour traffic which it never is at the moment um and the kids are home monday to wednesday and a daycare Thursday and Friday. So sometimes if I've got some important Zoom meetings on or I think, you know, it would just be a bit too much with the kids, sometimes I'll, I'll duck off to work and, uh, you know, we've only got one or two people there, so it's pretty easy to uh, keep socially distancing in the proper manner. Um, you know, we can still get in for work and it can still, um, it's, it's still kind of open. It's just that we're all working from home. Yeah. I don't know why. I thought you were in Sydney for some reason. I don't know why Brisbane, there you go. I don't know. Like as, you know, as long as I've kind of known you, we've been interacting. For some reason, I thought you were in Sydney, but there you go, Brisbane. <laughs> Hence why I were wearing attire. And, and the video you put up a video on LinkedIn uh, last week or the week before. It looked like you were out the back, and it looked like like nice and sunny, and you might have had a swimming pool or something in the backyard. Uh, makes a bit more sense now. It's, um, you certainly wouldn't be sitting out there if you're in Melbourne at the moment. It's bloody freezing outside. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, we're still going for swims up here. It's a bit overcast today. It's the first time in weeks, but uh, that's a good, good way to entertain the kids too. Yeah, good good place to be in isolation. So you mentioned the couple of people in the office. So how 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 are you, I guess how are you managing? How's the team managing through all that's going on at the moment? So I guess. This week, really, James, has been the first time I've had a little bit of freedom just to kind of step back and uh, just breathe and relax a bit more, I guess. Um, you know, initially we were really busy, you know, transitioning everyone to working at home. We've got, what, uh, I think 22 or so staff. Okay. And then in that first period too, it's with that many staff, like I take it personal responsibility for me, 
is to make sure that all of these staff have got jobs and continue to have jobs. Like, you know, that's what Murphy Law is, any professional services team is, is it's a team and, you know, wanting to keep that team together. So at first, you know, it was that focus on making sure that revenue's coming in and making sure, you know, everyone's handling the transition okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's a job seeker and, um, you know, that's a, a relief for us. I think we'll be eligible for that. Um, and now really, I guess more into it is really focusing on are our team okay and, you know, trying to keep that camaraderie up and, you know, keep the positive spirit up and, you know, making sure that all of our staff are doing okay, you know, isolating and working from home. It can be a, a bit, um, uh, it, it can be a bit lonely for people, I think. Mm, and that's a way of finding too, particularly like de- depends on how, how many people like are in the house in the in the household so if they've got their partners and kids and those kind of things run, running around at, at home also um they're they're okay but but some of the staff that are that are they're more alone or, or their partners are leaving home to to go and work and so they're they're at home by themselves they're finding they're they're uh, a little bit a little bit lonely at, at, at the moment so it's important to kind of check in and regularly with with that what what are you doing to try and keep up the morale so we started slack um you know just to kind of keep the chats going so you've got some different channels on slack just with some human channels and some what's going on channels and then you know some different team members can start their own groups and that kind of thing too mm-hmm. i was trying to do it you know for all the rules and stuff that we've always got about you know this is the way you're going to set out this document or you know software rules or whatever so it was all in the one place but the haven't really the team haven't really adopted that you know i'm still getting my emails a bit clogged there but it's worked really well for that kind of communication one thing i'd like to do and i haven't figured out how i'd love um if you've got any ideas or anyone in the audience has got ideas we'd yeah. love to start some kind of game going on you know that a kind of i don't know who done it or some kind of game that can continue yeah. on a bit taking up all people's attention away from their work but something yeah. just to keep a bit more people's minds occupied and you know something a bit more fun to do but i haven't figured out what that looks like yet yeah, we've got a so we have a we have a social club at work. We've got like five, you know, 55, 60 staff at Oscillates. People come and go from time to time. So so 50, 55 to 60 staff. We've got a social club, but for, for, for now it's been rebranded the social distance club. And uh, and they've done a couple of things like sent out uh, Uber Eats vouchers. So we'd normally have you know, different activities and things going on. There's they've instead of being able to organize some type of group activity that we might do sent out uber eats vouchers and i know there's been teams of people have have all ordered uber eats on for lunch on the same day and uh, and kind of eating eating lunch together and then they've tried doing and i don't think we've got it up and running just yet but trying to do some type of online quiz or something like that so that people can all join in at the same time and and, and answer questions um we haven't got that one nailed yet i'm sure others have if anyone catches this on the replay and got some ideas let, let us both well, know i'm known around the office too james and especially with my direct contacts for being the kind of person who escalates those conversations and says those inappropriate things and you know as much as people kind of pay me out about it it's, i kind of feel like it's my obligation to um you know be that little bit crude or that little bit off kilter and so yeah. i still make sure i have those zoom conversations or those facetimes and i don't yeah. feel satisfied until i've rocked the boat a little bit there and said something <laughs> a bit yeah, good feel like work. yeah. <laughs> so how, how about how about you at home so many so you've got is it two two kids you've got 
Yeah, so I've got yeah. uh, one and a half year old, Jack, and yeah. a almost four, and I think we'll in a couple of months' time, Rose. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got the dog too. Yeah. I'm, my office is at the very front of the house uh, where the driveway is. I've got to keep these levers closed because uh, all the light that comes in uh, wrecks the um, lighting for Zoom. Yeah. And uh, my wife is at the opposite end of the house downstairs uh, near the backyard. So that works quite well from that distancing perspective. And so we can't just throw things at each other, um, yeah. you know, when we annoy each other too much. Yeah. And we've also got no pair who lives at home too. And um, she actually was taking holidays just when all of this went down. So she uh, was on holidays to Bali and Thailand. And yeah. um, my younger son, Jack, has got um, some respiratory problems too. So we're a little bit worried there. Right. And she got back in in the nick of time. So, you know, they said uh, no non-permanent residents are allowed back in the country. Mm. So mm. she got in, the flight was delayed. She got in on the Saturday morning and as of the Saturday night was no longer allowed in again. <laughs> and she did her 14 days isolation. We got her to do that at a friend's place rather than here. Yeah. And um, she said it was hard going because that's just when we were doing that transition and so Erin and I were juggling, you know, that looking after the kids on the Monday to Wednesday mm. when they're not at daycare. And all the work to do, you know, I was a bit of a bottleneck there. And, you know, as I said before, I felt it was my duty to make sure that, um, you know, everyone's got work and to keep everyone in the job. So yeah. I was up till, you know, 10 11 o'clock at night. And, you know, up, the kids are often up at five o'clock in the morning trying to get up before then. And um, thankfully, you know, that pace, that frenetic pace has slowed down a bit. And, you know, Gabriella's here to, um, to uh, look after the kids, et cetera. Um, well, Erin, my wife, she runs an advertising agency, uh, you know, with a few staff too. So, uh, yeah, busy, busy time. So, so you're both trying, both you and your wife, trying to kind of work full steam at the moment and uh, with the kids. Yeah. And how old are your, your wife? Yeah, so she's, um, she's a mid, my wife's a midwife. She's only just started working again. She finished up yeah. studying at the end of last year. Um, so she's just gone back to work earlier this year, kind of worked for maybe five weeks or so, six weeks before all of this stuff started to, to happen. Uh, our kids are six, um, so Thomas, our eldest one, six. Uh, he's going to school Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, my wife is kind of in essential services. A, she, we're allowed to send him off to send him off to school a few days a week. Uh, and um, Jack, our, young, our, our Jack is the younger one. He's, uh, is it? Childcare Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So those, those Monday, Wednesday, Friday is normally pretty good. Can get through a fair bit of work and do the zooms and all of that without too much interruption. Tuesday and Thursday is a bit of a challenge. Um, so just got to be mindful of what I book for those days. Um, often a lot of internal stuff I'm dealing with on on those those kind of days. So it doesn't matter too much if the kids are running in and out. I'm not trying to concentrate or, or host a, a meeting with a with a client through that time. Um, how, how about work-wise? So why don't we, we turn for a few minutes about about the work that you do? What is Mirtha Law more, more broadly, but then your particular area? Do you want to spend a few minutes talking about that? Mirtha Law, uh, we, we get a lot of our work from accountants and financial planners. And yep. so we typically say most of our clients are those business owners who are spending their own money, not other shareholders' money, if that makes yep. sense. Um, so, you know, there might be multiple partners in the business, but, yeah. Um, and then also we might act for those uh, people who work for, you know, spending other people's monies, you know, the executives of the, the Rios and those bigger companies, but that's for their personal stuff where they are spending their own money. So, yeah. you know, at times we've always got to prove and justify value at all stage of, of that relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, we So we focus on estate planning um, and we've got 
the younger people doing some commercial work too, but we really advertise ourselves from the estate planning, that asset protection, some of that tax work. We've got a you know, really great tax lawyer. And with all of that estate planning and structuring, the family law works in quite well with that too. So we've got the family lawyer as part of the team. Mm-hmm. And my particular specialty, I do a lot of estate planning, but my particular specialty is in my self-managed super fund. So yeah. geeking out that kind of area of all the, the tricks and tricks of the trade and all the weird and wonderful things you can do with that. Yeah, I um I was talking to a, a newer client the other day, a week or two ago, and we, we're just talking about some, some we're speaking about some ideas and thinking, you know, if you moved into a self-managed super fund, there's these other bits and pieces. And I had some things about starting particular pensions and and certain questions that, that one of the, the member of the couple asked me really I, I really got down this kind of rabbit hole of the technicalities of pensions and tax-free earnings and, and all of this kind of stuff and like I was absolutely loving it I, I don't know how much he, he was but I kind of really like you're saying geeked out down this rabbit hole of of some of the intricacies of the flexibility that, that they could have had in a self-managed fund versus the retail fund that they were in for the time well, being I'm thinking uh, of doing a video, separate video on that I don't know if it'll go down too well, well uh, the level of geeked outness, I'm not as bad as Sam um, when I was at the National SMSF Conference of the SMSF Association a couple of months ago. There was legislation out to get rid of the dots in SMSF SF, and there was legitimately a real conversation about the dots in these different acronyms that are around. That's the level of detail that some of the industry focuses on. Yeah. Yeah. So, so with all that's going on with, with, with COVID and, and the rest of it, have you seen any different kind of work or or more now is there more estate planning work for example was was you know people worried that they're going to die and running off and having their wills done what was happening there yeah so one of the struggles with estate planning and you'd have the same thing james because each year see your client and say hey you need to go and get your estate planning done and every year they go oh james um i haven't done it yet i'm sorry (laughs) um you see that all the time yeah all the time yeah and the story of your life. And what often focuses people's attention is if they're going on a big holiday. So then suddenly they're like, you know, we've been banging on about it for years. And then suddenly they're like, oh, Karen, um, I'm seeing you now. And I need it all done by Friday because I'm going overseas. And this is one of the jobs with the other 1,500 jobs that I've got to do before I'm going on a three-month overseas holiday. Mm-hmm. Which is good, you know, focuses the attention. But bad as, you know, we're giving it really, you know, the space that it needs to make these really important life decisions. Um, and this uh, COVID-19 is kind of like going on that holiday on steroids. So, you know, a lot of people facing, one, their own mortality and uh, or, you know, caring about their loved ones and their families too. And sometimes there's some people who have suddenly got more time on their hands. So, you know, they've got time to do some of these life jobs and tick that off. Um, and I think one of the good things that's placed us well for this, and, and, you know, you're definitely in the same boat, is for you know some years now we've been using those zoom meetings and recommending those zoom meetings you know yeah. those online video kind of conferences and you know we've had that ability on our website to fill out that questionnaire on the website and do that and i've been doing you know digital marketing for a while saying hey this is what i do uh you know do estate planning and this is what i'm like and that kind of thing so it wasn't a new kind of concept um and so it was a fairly seamless transition to get people, you know, um, to make it easy for people to contact us. And, you know, I've been really, I've quite liked the, the process. And, you know, for example, last week I had a 
Zoom conference and the guy filled out the online questionnaire and we had a Zoom conference with him. It was his first Zoom he'd ever done. He was 84 yeah. years old yeah. and he did it fine. You know? um, and then there's been other, you know, my partner and, you know, some other solicitors have been quite reluctant on adopting this kind of technology and this is kind of forcing their hand into it and people are going, oh, geez, it's not too bad. It actually saves me a bit of time. And I'm going, I've been banging on about it for some years now. You know? So... <laughs> I think, um, you know, as much as there's a lot of people really, really struggling and, you know, it's horrible some of the scenes that we're seeing and the people are losing their jobs and their livelihood, uh, I think as a harbinger of change, I think, you know, this is really making change happen even quicker than it was already happening. And um, But I think there will be some good things coming out of, you know, this, this whole experience that we're jointly going through. Mm. Were you, pr prior to all of this, were you working at home like were you ever working at home, or you just you'd get up in the morning and off to the office, and you'd, you'd be back at night time? Yeah, working at home was a bit of a um, you know skied off a bit of I wasn't working properly. You know, yeah. like I might do marketing things or you know that kind of where I wanted to be in a different pace. Yeah. But uh, had my little surface, you know, like this, um, and you know hadn't even set up my monitor properly, and so this has kind of forced my hand. And now I've got my nice big keyboard and my monitor, and I've even got a beauty light up in front of me, so. Um, you know, you've got a bit of lighting here. And in some respects, it's um, it can be more productive kind of working from home. And then also just being able, to, when the kids are home, just being able to get up and, and, you know, see them from time to time. It's a nice break mm. in the day. Have lunch with your wife and that type of thing. Mm. Um, so, yeah, definitely more set up now. And as an employer, I think I was surprised and, um, you know, my business partner were both surprised that, as far as productivity goes, um, people to a certain degree might be more productive from home, um, mm. but it's just managing those other aspects of it, you know, not having that, um, you know, in the room camaraderie and, and yeah. that kind of uh, managing that supervision and making sure we still have those, those chats and that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the big thing that's missing. So we're, we're, we're the same kind of, it was a bit of, you know, reluctance to use uh, Zoom to begin with, I'm not similar to you. I've been, been using it for a while, even you know, when I was in the office for various reasons. And um, this has pushed it upon everyone very quickly. Uh, and you know, we're all kind of realizing that the um, that the, the, the you know capacity to work is actually still pretty high, even though you are at home and there might be other distractions and things around, uh, but still being able to get it get through a fair bit of work. So um, then um, I think what's also too is the I guess legislation kind of catching up with modern technologies yeah. and you know we're keeping our eye on what the rules are in definitely in Queensland and in the different jurisdictions for signing things and especially your wills and powers of attorney yeah. uh, and so in Queensland they put out some legislation saying they can make regulations about signing all that stuff your enduring powers of attorney and your wills and that kind of thing they haven't done it yet. They haven't put, yeah. done those regulations yet. Um, but then the courts have kind of caught up. So with a will signing in Queensland is you need two people to be in the room. Sorry, you need your witnesses to be in the presence of, which means in the yeah. same room. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people, especially the elderly, who need this stuff the most, the social distancing, and they don't want some solicitor, they don't know where they've been, you know, coming to their home or going into the city and into their office. And so the Supreme Court actually put out a practice direction to say, we're going to make it easier 
for people to who sign their wills over Zoom if the reason they can't get those witnesses in the room is because of COVID-19. And so what they've said there is, you know, typically that's not signing in accordance with the formality. So what you'd have to do is you make an application to the court, to a judge, to say, hey, this person meant this to be their last will and testament, even though they didn't tick those boxes, that you had the right witnesses and it was done properly. Of course, when you've recorded it on a Zoom conference and you're going through the will, that's going to get up that application. But you're talking, you know, the lawyers, instead of it being a $2,000 probate application, you're now spending $10,000, $15,000 on getting that into probate. Mm. Now, the, the, the practice direction says we don't even need you to be before a judge. You can just do that as part of your standard probate application and providing it was one of those witnesses was a solicitor via Zoom, we will consider that and, and, you know, we'll push that through relatively quickly. Oh, fantastic. Um, unfortunately, EPAs and during powers of attorney in all the different jurisdictions, though, still require the witness, so usually that's a solicitor or justice of the peace. I know in, in Victoria you allow pharmacists and a few others, um, you know, to witness some, some of those documents, um, to uh, to be in the same room with each other. And so, you know, we don't have that legislative fix. That's in the legislation there. Uh, so, you know, that's really disappointing that we haven't got there yet because you can imagine you've got, you know, old Betty who's 84 in the nursing home needs to appoint, you know, the good daughter as her enduring power of attorney to make all those decisions on her behalf, but can't because we're not allowed in the nursing home. Um, so, you know, hopefully they do it sooner than later, you know, rather than they finally get this legislation through just when we're all allowed to see each other again. Exactly. That's exactly what's going to happen. How, how about in the, in the SMSF space? Has there been anything that you might be able to share where, where things have changed to, to make things a little bit more practical for, for what we're all going through in the SMSF space. Can, I'm putting you a bit on the spot there, but can you, yeah, can you think um, of anything? So, you know, I've seen some uh, discussions and publications that, you know, people can sign their returns, you know, digitally, but as far as I've been aware, they've always been able to do that. Yeah. So it was a bit surprising yeah. that we're having this discussion, you know, that yeah. this is a new thing for people. Uh, I guess, you know, people can take that money out of super, but typically, mm. I space that self-managed super fund space is, you know, people don't want to be taking their money out of their self-managed super fund unless they positively have to, yeah. where, especially if the share market's down and those investments are down, they prefer to keep that money inside their super than not. Hmm. Um, I've been quite busy with some of the self-managed super fund stuff of getting property out of super, uh, you know, yeah. that people were planning to do already and, you know, doing that in a tax-effective manner. And, um, you know, sometimes I think what might happen a bit moving forward might be getting um, sometimes if the property market does go down. So using that when there's less capital gains tax and you've got a more depressed property price, that might be the opportune time to get some of that business real property into super, that type of thing. Hmm. And we've got a similar um, dispensation, this time not legislative either. It's from the Registrar of Titles saying, hey, if someone can't witness a transfer or a titles office document, can't get that properly witnessed, uh, we're going to allow you to do that via video conference, you know, providing you, you, um, you know, you, you, you explain the reason why properly. Um, so it seems like a lot of these, um, you know, non-legislative bodies, these government-owned, you know, not the courts, are uh, completely separate to government, but it seems like, you know, a lot of, those bodies that are responsible for registration, responsible for bringing, you know, wills and, and registering titles, documents and that kind of stuff are actually really taking the front foot and are ahead of parliament in that regard. Mm. And I think and I hope 
that as part of this, people realise, well, the world doesn't fall down if you witness a document via Zoom. Actually, you've probably got better evidence if you've recorded it, you know. And so now you go, hey, maybe we won't force, you know, these old people, these, you know, 90-year-olds to come into town. Maybe, you know, we'll allow them to, to um, you know, make life a bit easier for everyone and, and catch up with this digital age. So I think uh, I think uh, that will be one of the results of, of you know, this social distancing. Yeah, fantastic. Good. All right. Well, th thanks for thanks for spending some time with me today. Uh, if anyone wants to reach out to you, if they SMSF advice or or estates or, or whatever, where, where can people find you? We're here on LinkedIn, but anywhere else people can find you. Yeah, so, uh, I publish a lot of, on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook. I've got my public profile Facebook page, Karen Hoare. Uh, Murphy Law's got a, a Facebook page. We try to keep it pretty lighthearted there. Um, then we do our webinars from time to time where we get more into that kind of detail. Mm. And uh, otherwise, yeah, just Google me and you'll be able to find me. Love to have a chat. And, uh, you know, we operate on the basis of, um, you know, have a chat, figure out what you're up to and, and give fixed fees from there you know we don't want to surprise people with suddenly getting a bill from a scape from a lawyer um that you weren't expecting you know yeah yeah fantastic okay um in terms, of, in terms of comments on here there's just wade ritchie uh was watching from malvern east in, in melbourne so he's the only one that's yeah, left a comment a bit quiet in the comments today i think i surprised everyone that we're, that we're going to do this this live right uh, people were used to the, the the regularity of them previously but anyway we're back well, um, this was actually easier than, you know, the webinars that we do sometimes because when you're talking in a webinar, like, it's not like you're talking to someone um, yeah. as much. And so you're talking and you're going, guys, is anyone there? Is anyone yeah. there? Can you get any <laughs> feedback? At least even if no one else was listening, you were, Jared. So thank yeah. you for that. <laughs> the two of us were here. Someone might watch it later. Um, yeah, thank, thanks for your time. In, in, enjoy the enjoy the uh, the sunny weather. I'm a bit jealous of it at the moment. I wish I was in uh, in shorts and a t-shirt myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for the invitation and thanks, um, Kieran. And the thing you're doing with this LinkedIn Live and and you know keep bringing some company to to your whole whole network there. I think that's important in this time. So thank you. Try to try my best. Thank you. Thanks, man. listening to today's episode i really do appreciate it together you and i we've managed to get up to nearly 650 listens which is quite amazing getting there quite quickly if you haven't already it'd be fantastic if you could subscribe to the channel and or leave a review that would be greatly appreciated and i uh, hope you enjoy the next episode which will be out shortly